So if I just say to myself, I am, I am a boss ass bitch. And that's my affirmation because Instagram told me to believe that I am a boss ass bitch. Then I'm, you can like hear it in my voice. I hate it so much. But like, if I have that going over and over in my head, my brain is going to literally be like, and it's going to reject it. But if instead I said, I am someone who creates a massive impact. God, that hits me like a ton of bricks because that is something that when I close my eyes and visualize one year from now, that is so a part of me. Welcome to the Life Coach Baker podcast. I'm Nicole Baker, life coach for perfectionists who want to set goals and actually follow through with them. I went to my first personal development seminar at the age of one. Yes, I was quite literally born into this industry. But by 15, I started to implement this mindset mumbo jumbo I'd heard so much about, and it worked. As a recovering perfectionist myself, I've been able to set goals that are way out of my comfort zone and achieve them by doing things imperfectly, without self-judgment, and without the fear of their opinions. And now I help others to do the same. So if you are capital D done feeling like a hostage to this a-hole called perfectionism, then this show is for you. My goal is for you to leave each episode with tactical action steps that you can start to implement in your life now. I may be in my 20s. I may have the voice of a sassier Cinderella, but I've been doing this personal development-ish since I was a toddler. So let's dive in. What is up, sweet, beautiful friends? Welcome back to another episode of the Life Coach Baker podcast. We're going to talk about affirmations today because I've been hearing this over and over again um, from people in my community, from people I'm hopping on discovery calls with. They're saying, I'm trying affirmations, but they're not sticking. They're not working. I just don't think they work for me. And I see this from every single one of these people that then it's just a a flip of a subconscious excuse for them to just immediately go back to their quote unquote old ways. It's an excuse for them to stay where they are. Do I think that this is a conscious excuse? No, I don't think so. I think that this is just our sneaky little subconscious, our sneaky little limiting beliefs working in very ninja ways. But I think it's a very important thing to discuss. And you know, a lot of people are doing affirmations. They're so interesting because they're all fucking over social media. There are, you know, influencers saying like, I say my affirmations every single morning. And I say, I am happy. I am healthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am dead. And it just like, it just, it perceives it where it's a super easy thing that shouldn't be hard, that takes no effort whatsoever. And that is just absolute bullshit. And that's why so many people are doing them wrong. So no more, no more. I say today, we're going to be talking about five reasons why your affirmations are not working. And of course, we're going to talk about how to make them work for you instead. Cause a lot of them are, really back to neuroscience. There's so many reasons why affirmations actually do work. And a lot of us are just thinking that it's like kind of like manifestation. It's just kind of this woo-woo, you know, like it doesn't really have any concrete elements to it. And by the way, manifestation has a lot of science backed in it as well. We'll eventually do an episode on it. But 
I just, I, I wanted to really dive in and especially around the holidays, especially around the new year, we're wanting to have these come up. We're wanting to have these, you know, like do a little reset. We want to do, you know, affirmations for 2023 that are actually going to make us feel really, really good. And, um, why not start now? Why not start at the very end of November, the very beginning of December? (laughs) So like while you are prepping for that 2023 new year, maybe you're doing resolutions, maybe you're doing goals. We're going to do a whole episode on that. Trust me, because I have some very strong opinions that I've seen work and things that I have seen not worked. But my goal is for you to leave this episode knowing the exact step-by-steps you need to take to make affirmations stick, but also know the science behind why they actually work and why they are incredibly powerful and why you can do them right. So I'm not going to even stall anymore. Let's just go into the five things, shall we? Let's do it. Number one, you're using IG influencer affirmations. Remember that like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch, whatever it is. So often these posts by influencers, I'm going to use Instagram more specifically because I just see it a lot more on there. I'm not also on TikTok a lot. I'm starting to be. If you don't follow me, I'm at Love Coach Baker on TikTok. But um, when we have an affirmation that someone else has created or someone else has copied or someone else believes is the correct uh, affirmation. I have a lot of opinions on that, but that's okay. Um, we don't believe it. And if it doesn't feel connection, like that connection to us, if we don't feel like we have any personal reason to buy it, we won't. So if you keep saying like, I am happy and you're like, I guess that's what Instagram told me to say. It's fine. You're not going to believe it which means our brain will not rewire. We have to have emotional buy-in for for affirmations to work. So one of my favorite exercises to create affirmations that actually are compelling, that actually are personal to you because personal development is personal, my affirmations are going to look very different than yours. My favorite exercise is to do a one-year-from-now visualization exercise. I actually have a um, visualization um and journal package together. I was going to just offer it for Black Friday for $7, but I actually am just going to keep it at $7 because I think it's so important and I want everyone to freaking get it. So I'll put the link in the show notes. But the reason I like this so much is because it's a visualization that is so centered around you and what your life looks like one year from now, what you're going to be creating one year from now. And by having it, then there's journal prompts that go along with it in order to create your offer, your affirmations, your affirmations that really are just linked to you. So again, link is in the show notes. It's $7. I am blown away by the amount of people who got it for Black Friday and have already started diving into it and said how amazing it is. And also, by the way, my one-on-one clients have used this and um, they've manifested things like houses, partners, dream jobs, um, like $100,000, like passive income opportunities. I mean, it's amazing what this stuff does. So if I just say to myself, I am, I am a boss ass bitch. And that's my affirmation because Instagram told me to believe that I am a boss ass bitch. Then I'm, you can like hear it in my voice. I like hate it so much. But like, if I have that going over and over in my head, my brain is going to literally be like, and it's going to reject it. But if instead 
I said, I am someone who creates a massive impact. God, that hits me like a ton of bricks because that is something that when I close my eyes and visualize one year from now, that is so a part of me. That is everything I believe. I am someone who creates a massive impact. I am someone who plays big is another one. And that's actually linked to my word of the year that I had for last year. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see I have a ring on my middle finger, actually on my right hand that has the word big on it. And that was always a a reminder for me to tap back into I'm someone who plays big. Um, I'm going to be making another ring for my next word of the year, which is expand. Uh, Very similar, but different. It's more outward, whereas big is like, it's got like a lot of that masculine energy. Expand to me feels like it's like both things coming to me and then also me expanding to meet them. So I'm really excited. I'm going to be making another ring. Thank you, Etsy, for doing these. (laughs) Um, So again... I'm just hammering this in, but I think it's the, I have this as number one for the reason, for a major reason, because if you just change this one thing, your affirmations would change drastically. They have to make sense for you. By the way, you don't need one. You can have five. You can have five affirmations, maybe in five different categories of your life, maybe in areas of health, wealth, um, relationships, career, business. I mean, you can have different and you can have different affirmations in each and every single way. And that doesn't make one more important than the other. It means you're a whole balanced human and you're not just putting all your eggs in one basket. Hello, all or nothing syndrome. Is that you? So piggybacking off of that, we're going to move to number two. Your affirmations feel too far away. So if my affirmation was, let's see, one that I actually was using a really long time ago was like, I am wealthy. and I was working four jobs at the time. It felt way too far away. I am wealthy, didn't connect with me. Again, that's why it piggybacks off of number number one, but it felt way too far away. But I am someone who manifests an extra $2,000 a month, feels a lot closer. And that shifts. And again, your affirmations don't have to stay the same. You are an ever-evolving human being. You can change them as they become more and more true. And then you want to get to the next level. So you can change it to meet that next level. But if you change it to meet 20 levels in front of you, I think, again, it just gets back into that brain being like, "Mm, yeah, okay. And especially with perfectionists, they start beating themselves up for not being there already. And there's this like impatience where it's like, oh, well, I have to get there. I have to get there as fast as possible. And that's when we get either overwhelm and procrastination as a result, or we get burnout because we're pushing way too freaking hard and we're only focusing on achievement after achievement after achievement. So instead of making it 10 steps away, ask yourself, What's the next level? Again, this is why I love the visualization so much because it's just one year from now. It's not 20 years from now. It's one year from now. And I think that's so powerful. So when you are thinking about your affirmations, when you are looking at creating them, what is just one step ahead? So if it's, if I am an athlete feels way too far for you, then I am someone who takes my health seriously, might be a little bit more in your wheelhouse. If I am a multi-trillionaire CEO feels like, "Mm, mm, mm -hmm, yeah, no, I'm not there yet. Then I am a CEO who steps up and makes an impact might be a lot easier. It might be a lot more uh, in your wheelhouse. And again, I'm going back to that category thing. In fact, I have all my one-on-one clients do this when we start working together. 
at least when we're doing like life coaching more so than business coaching, I have them fill out something called a wheel of life. And it's basically going through all the different categories of your life, friendships, relationships, family, health, wealth, uh, career, job, creativity. I mean, you name it. And I have them kind of pick and choose their own adventure there because everyone's different. Um, but then what they do is they go through and in each of those circles and each of those, um, uh, almost pie slices, basically they fill out, okay, on a scale from one to 10, how filled up am I in this area? So if they're really struggling with health and that feels like something that's really difficult for them, they're going to put a one or a two or a three or whatever. But if finances are like kicking ass, then they're going to put that as a higher number, like a seven, eight or a nine. Now, what I like doing this with the affirmations is then looking at each of those areas, find out what is the affirmation that would get you one number ahead. So if your affirmation, uh, if your health is at three, what is an affirmation that would just bump it up to a four and call it there? Again, I, I'm, I'm a huge believer that we make life too fucking complicated. We make affirmations, we make personal development way too complicated because we try to 100% run it. We try to make it perfect on the first try. We try to be like Mel Robbins or like incredibly high successful people on the first try. And that is not how it is. It is a journey that takes a long time. In fact, I don't think it ever ends personally. So make it closer, enjoy the journey and allow yourself to be set up for success rather than pushing yourself too hard so then you burn out and fail. I love you guys, but it happens a lot. Number three, you're just saying the affirmation. Now, going back to the Instagram influencers, can you tell I'm on one with these, with these people? It's uh, honestly, I just see so many people just copycatting and and say saying the same thing and doing the same thing they're in their mirror they have some like hoodoo voodoo music behind them and it just like there's no there's no tangibility behind it and me who grew up in this industry I'm like stop how this works so hence why I'm doing this episode number three okay you're just saying them so we see all the time people in their mirror saying like, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am rich, I am that bitch, whatever. And again, if that song gets you, if that song is compelling for you, amazing. That's a great affirmation for you. For me, it just feels very disingenuine, but that's just me. It might be different for you and that's okay. Um, but if you're just saying your affirmations, we're only firing off a certain amount of energy in our brain. And that energy is not enough to fully change the literal makeup of our brain. This is called neuroplasticity. It's this like idea, not even idea. It's a scientific study that our brain shifts and molds. It's almost like Play-Doh as we go through life. It changes. We are not the same person we were when we were, you know, screaming and pooping in our diaper. You're welcome for that image. Um, but as we are going through and we're saying the affirmations, we're only firing off a certain level in our brain versus if we add movement to it, specifically an action that is like a burst of energy. When we add that, our brain wakes up. When we are going about our day, we're talking normally in a certain timbre. We're um, maybe we have like a, a certain decibel level, decibel level. I studied music. I should know this. A certain decibel level or timbre that is um, pretty consistent throughout the day. This is how I speak to my clients. This is how I speak to the podcast. This is how I speak to my partner. Like I, you know, this is my like pretty standard talking 
talking timbre, talking pattern. So if I say my affirmations in the same pattern, my brain's just going to be like, nah, she's just in her normal way. Versus if I go up here and I start saying it like this, my brain's going to be like, whoa, who is this girl? Whoa. Okay. I need to pay attention because she's doing something different. So we need to use our voice, our speech patterns, meaning how fast or slow we're talking, whether we're talking legato or staccato. So like if I'm talking up here like this, my brain's going to pay attention because I tend to talk a little bit more, a little smoother. I don't know if I'd say legato, but a little bit smoother down on my timbre. But also if we add the extra element of putting our physical body to it, snapping our body out of that stagnicity, Sure. Um, if we snap our body out of that normal day-to-day, how we hold it and do something completely different, this is something called a swish pattern in neurolinguistic programming. And it wakes the brain up. Meaning when we are woken up in our brain, we're paying attention, we're being really intentional with it. We reiterate, we rewrite our brain faster because our brain is awake. Our brain is putting energy behind it. Our brain is putting intentionality behind it. So it'll say, oh, okay, that fire between those two neurons, I'm going to make them a lot stronger than I would have if you just said it here like this in your normal timbre. So if you're just saying them, especially if you're just saying them normally, or even if you're not saying them out loud, I know there's a lot of you. I know there's a lot of you. You got to start saying them out loud in a different register of your voice, in a different pattern of your voice and get your body into it. So um, a few years ago when I was at a seminar, we were going through this exercise, putting our body into it. Make, uh, we call it making a move, making a move. And I would like hit my chest and like pump my fist out in the air. And as I would do that, I would say like, I am enough. I am enough. I am enough. Cause I was really working on that. Hello, perfectionism. Thank you. And I truly believe it now, but as I'm like hitting my chest and making a move, making me, it was just like everything in my brain fired up. And it only took a few repetitions of doing this before I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm the shit hundred percent. So if you are just saying them or even not saying them out loud, please start saying them out loud. Minimum, start saying them out loud, please. Just minimum. But ideally, out loud, in a different register, with a different timbre, with energy behind it. Now, you might be asking, I'm going to sound stupid. I'm going to look stupid. My roommates, my partner, my neighbors are going to think I'm a weirdo. Okay. I've done these in grocery stores. I've literally, like, when I was, like... um, going through the grocery store. This was back when I was doing the I'm enough, I'm enough. I would be going through a grocery store and I'd have this really negative thought pattern come in because it was what my brain was used to. It was what my brain had been conditioned to believe pretty often. And I literally was holding a box of cereal. I put it back on the shelf and I went, I am enough. And I had some heads turn, but guess what? When I did it in front of other people, I actually believed it more because I was like, I am someone who is taking charge and changing my life. That's really powerful. And I will say this. I don't know a single highly successful person. And I say success by fulfillment, happiness, not by money, not by achievements. I mean, fulfillment. They had to look stupid at some point in their lives and they don't give a shit. Do yourself a favor and stop trying to make everyone else comfortable at the expense 
of making yourself miserable. If you've been listening to the show, or if you're just a living, breathing person in the 21st century, odds are that you're a perfectionist. But did you know that there are three different types of perfectionism? After working with perfectionists for the past two years and being one myself for uh, longer than that, I would have to be an ostrich with my head stuck deep in the sand to not realize that there are different styles of perfectionism, each one with their own self-sabotaging patterns. To find out which perfectionist type you are, plus learn helpful next steps that will get you out of those patterns of self-destruction, take the free quiz by following the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Now on to the episode. Number four, you are relying on yourself to remember your affirmations. I see this a lot. Like they'll scroll through Instagram, they'll find an affirmation that they're like, oh, I do actually really like that. And they'll save it. And then it just stays in your saved <laughs> file for on Instagram, or you write it down in your journal, or um, you just have it in the back of your head and you're like, oh, I'll remember this. This is my new affirmation. Yeah, that doesn't work because we have to, you know, the, you know, the phrase out of sight, out of mind, right? We are constantly being hit with so many different distractions, so many different things we need to do. Hello, to-do list. Hello, calendar, especially during the holiday season. There's so many more things to focus on. Our emails are fucking blowing up with Black Friday shit right now. Um, Thank you, by the way, for tolerating mine because it's been really fun and you all have been rock stars during it. Um, But when we are just relying on ourselves to remember them, we won't, period. So write them out, put them around your house. Um, I have people have them on sticky notes on their desk, on sticky notes on their mirror, on um, uh, little note cards stuck to their refrigerator, the background of your phone or your computer. One of my affirmations right now is I do not chase, I attract. And that is the background of my computer. I'm pointing over here because I have now, I have dual monitors now. It's so sick. I love it. Um, If you uh, make it an alarm on your phone, this is one of my personal favorites because alarms force you to get out of whatever, whatever, alarms force you to get out of whatever you're doing, pause and turn it off or pay attention to it. And when we're doing that, it awakens our our conscious mind. That pre that sweet, sweet prefrontal cortex that lives right in the front of our brain that makes decisions. This is what's in charge of rewriting our brain. The other part, the subconscious mind, the basal ganglia, if we're looking at habits, that is autopilot. That is day-to-day. It's energy, it's basically low power mode for our brain. I hate that. I just made that reference, but I will. I'll stick to it. It's low power mode for our brain. When we're up here in our prefrontal cortex, we are using a lot of brain power, but it also tends to be when we're most focused, when we're most heavy, when we're not like heavily intentional, um, when we're our most quote unquote on. And when we have something that wakes up that prefrontal cortex, like an alarm goes off on your phone, you have to pay attention to it. So for a while, I would have especially different money affirmations because that was always a really hard one for me. Money affirmations were always really difficult. Um, Less so now, thank goodness, but um, it took a lot of of repetition and a lot of playing around with what works and what doesn't work for me. So um, 
you know, just keep that in mind. You're not going to hit it right on the first try, but I would always have it as four different alarms throughout the day that would just go off at random. Um, and I would pause, stop, think, and then go about my day. So if you're relying on yourself to remember them, I want you to just pick one way, one way that you can put it back in the forefront of your brain, back in the forefront of your eyesight, the background of your phone, an alarm, um, sticky notes throughout your house. Um, I always talk about it with my partner so that whenever we're together and he kind of notices I'm not really living into it, he can pause and just remind me of it gently and with total love in his heart. And he does it beautifully. He's amazing. Last but not least, number five, you say them once and you expect your whole world to change. Neuroscience fact. If we are just in that, you know, regular timbre, if we're not putting our body into it, if we're probably not even saying it out loud, we're just thinking about it, it takes on average eight to 900 repetitions before it actually creates a new strong neuropathway in our brain, aka it, be- it becomes a part of your internal makeup. That doesn't work. We, we don't have the patience to do this eight or 900 times, point blank. So instead, A, get your body into it. Because when we get our body into it, when we put it in a different register, when we get that wholehearted soul and wholehearted everything, we wake our brain up. It doesn't take eight or 900. It takes 18 on average, 18 repetitions. That's insane. But that's also more than once, which means you have to stick with this. Now, here's my favorite part and my not so favorite part. You might do it 18 times and it still might not stick. That's okay. Play around with it. Adjust some wording. Keep doing it. Make your moves bigger. Make your voice louder. Um, Start to ask yourself, how can I live into this today and take action on it? This is a really big, important part. And this is where it kind of divulges into it's so personal. And that's why I personally, I love working with people one-on-one on affirmations because it's just, everyone has a different experience. So if you want to work one-on-one with me, hit me up. Link is in the show notes, or you can go to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash discovery call to have a, a free 30 minute call with me. I've literally made affirmations with people on this free 30 minute call. It's life-changing. I love it. So again, lifecoachbaker.com forward slash discovery call, free 30 minute call, no strings attached, seriously. But if you are able to, not able to, if you're serious about this, do this more than once. Be silly. Be weird. Have fun with this. We make life so goddamn serious. Have fun with it. Enjoy it. And if you realize you're not, great. You have more data. You know what better what doesn't work for you, which means you can ditch it and try more things to figure out what does work for you. This is not one size fits all. And this is also not something that you're going to hit out of the park on the first try. One other hack that I want to share with you all before we go into into our segments. There's an app called Parrot. And I just recently learned about this. Shouts to you, Kaylane, if you're listening. Love you. You're amazing. Um, Kaylane's a previous client of mine. She's now one of my dear, dear, dear friends. And her and I were having dinner the other night. And she was talking to me about this app, Parrot. And I was like, I never heard of this. What is this? 
And it's this app that allows you to record your affirmation and then it loops it just over and over and over again. So remember that whole 18 versus 800? Yeah, pretty freaking cool. So I tried this a few times and I actually listened to it passively. I was like, I'm really curious about this, how this would work. So I listened to it just on loop over and over and over again as I was writing emails. And I was like, this shit is so cool. So is this kind of going in antithesis to the, you're just saying them or you're just listening to them passively? Yes. But if you're able to listen to them passively eight or 900 times, I think it would probably be more since it's a lot more passive. Um, But if you're able to listen to it that many times, amazing. Great. That kind of kills two birds with one stone. So if you want to try a little mix of both, by all means, go for it. I do not think you can ever fail at affirmations. I I do think you can do them in a way that does not set you up to continuously do them. But I do think that if you try stuff and you work out what works for you rather than just relying on Instagram influencers to tell you how to do them, I think it really does work. It really, really, really does work. So as a quick reminder, there is that visualization and journal prompts package. It is $7. You get a nine minute visualization with me guiding you through it. It's got some lovely, like calming music going on in the background, but it's this it's this visualization I've been using for four years now. It has changed my life. It has changed the life of my clients. It's amazing. And I made it short so that you can do it continuously. My goal is to have you do it about three times a week. Um, And I talk about best visualization and best journal practices to make it easier in one of the videos associated with it. Um, But then you also get nine journal prompts that will help you create these affirmations that are really, really, really personal to you, which is again, number one on this list for a reason. So you can get that in the link in the show notes. It's $7. It's one of my favorite things ever. And I made it $7 for a reason because I want everyone to be able to get this. It's very, very, very powerful. Let's dive into segments, shall we? So how was I a perfectionist this week? I So I'm recording this Wednesday, the 23rd, so the day before Thanksgiving. This is my last thing before I close up shop and go on vacation or vacation. I'm staying here, but internal vacation, I guess. Um, and I realized I was feeling really weird going into this break. I was like, I'm not really tired. I'm not, I'm, I don't feel like I quote unquote need a break. So like there was this little part of me that was like, this is not normal. I normally like, and last year was a lot less so, but two years ago and every other year for the, you know, my entire adult life, I was so burnt out to the point where I was desperate, desperate for this time away. And I realized it like it hit me like a ton of bricks. It was like, oh, I don't have to be burnt out to go on a vacation. Like that like hit me in the face like a ton of bricks. And I'm I it got me thinking about going into the rest of this month because like I I've planned ahead. I've I've really taken a lot of action steps to make it so that there is not a whole lot for me to do in this next month. There's a lot of planning and a lot of like really fun, creative stuff. And I'm so excited to get into it. I even have like a end of the year exercise I'm about to get into with you all. But I I, I realized that it was not from a place of 
oh my God, I'm so tired. There's so many things to do. I'm so stressed. It was like, oh, I'm actually really excited to get into the rest of this year. Like I'm very full. I'm very creatively full. And I, it just like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks. So I just want to remind everyone, you do not have to be burnt out in order to deserve a vacation or deserve time off. Um, and it, it's kind of mind fucking me a little bit because I was like, well, you know, if I'm not tired, then doesn't that mean like I should still like, you know, keep going? It's like, no, we, Nicole, we study productivity. We know that shit. I know that trap. I know that trap your subconscious mind just tried to get you into. No, we don't do that. We do not have to wait until our cup is completely drained in order to fill it back up. And I'm, I'm, ex- I'm almost excited for this because I feel like I'm not desperate for it this year. And I feel like when I've been desperate for it, I've been like, okay, let me melt every single ounce of this I possibly can. And it's made it so that it has been less relaxing. And this year I'm like, oh, I am, I'm so excited to just like go and like be at peace and just like take a few days off and be with my family and be with my partner and just like enjoy. And I'm I'm not saying this to like rub it in your face and twist the knife if you are feeling burnt out. I'm saying this because I want you all to start thinking about this differently especially when we're studying productivity, it, there's so much toxicity around, like, you have to be the most mondoly productive. And then when you're off, you have to be a hundred percent off. And it's like, I don't think that's, that is so all or nothing syndrome. And I just do not buy into it. And I've seen it work horrendously. And I've read a lot of studies around how, why it doesn't work. And I just, it, it just, it, it just reminded me that like, you do not have to be at level zero in order to go fill yourself back up. You're allowed to be at 70. You're allowed to be at 80. You're allowed to be at 90 and just go fill yourself back up and then like overflow yourself. Like how delightful. So just, I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited. Cause I, I had a little perfectionist moment where I was like, are you sure you deserve quote unquote this break? And then I was like, whoa, like karate chop it out of my head. Like, no, that's not what we do. Last thing goal to celebrate. And this is kind of a real piggyback off of that last one, but like I'm going on the holidays for the first time fully. I think last year was definitely like a little gateway drug into this, but like this year for the first time fully, I'm going into the holidays, not feeling like I'm in a sprint. And that feels so good. <laughs> like, and this is not because I'm just like, mm, I'm letting a lot of things fall to the wayside or I'm le- I'm saying no to a lot of things. I just pre-planned for a lot of things. I'm going in with a lot more ease because I just feel like everything's prepared. I feel like everything knows where it's going to be. I know where stuff is going to live. And, you know, if that could change, I could come up with an idea and be like, oh, fuck, I really want to do that. But right now it's just like, wow, I'm going into this time feeling very much like my feet are on the ground. And again, I'm not saying this to twist the knife. I'm not saying this to rag. I'm saying this because this is so possible for everyone. It is so possible. And I believe that it's not difficult. It is simple. It is simple to do, but it just takes a lot of intentional work and it takes a lot, a lot of releasing control. And that's kind of been the name of the game for the, for, for this girl this year. It's been releasing control. Ah, my sweet friends, that's all I got for you today. I hope you all had a, if you celebrated Thanksgiving, I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. If you do not, I hope you're going into the holiday season feeling just oh so ready for this time to be at ease, to be in the present. If you have not listened to last week's episode, for the love of God, please listen to it. Um, We talked all about perfectionism in the holiday season and how to make it so you don't lose a lot of that progress. 
and go back a few steps when this time of year comes around because it's really easy to take a bunch of steps back. Um, so if you haven't, please listen to it. It's literally just the next one on your feed. <laughs> like oh, it's, you don't even have to do anything. But my sweet friends, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. I know I don't say this every episode, and but I hope you know I mean it. Every episode, I just I am overwhelmed with how much you guys enjoy it. I am overwhelmed with how much you guys support this mission and and help me out. If you have not already, please, please rate the podcast either on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Um, if you can write a little love note in that review section, it is so helpful to get this podcast out to more people, um, to bump it up the charts, to bump it up in the search engine, because that is really what makes the difference here. And if you're like, you know what, I've already done those two things. Share this episode with a friend. I know, I know you have a friend with you who needs to know how to use affirmations, or maybe you've talked about affirmations in the past and you want to share this knowledge with them please, 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 please share it or share it on social media. That helps a lot too, but make sure to tag me because I want to give you a big virtual hug. Sweet friends, that's all I got for you today. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I hope you have a beautiful last week of November. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coach Baker podcast. Don't forget to go take the free quiz and find out what perfectionist type you are by visiting the link in the show notes or by going to lifecoachbaker.com forward slash quiz. Also take a moment to rate the podcast and write a review. It is the best way to get the word out there. Plus you'll get the chance of having your review read on the show until next time. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.